right. Hello, everybody. Another week, another Thursday. I don't know where the time goes. We're just going to get settled in now. Well, thanks for joining another session of Open Diner. Again, I don't know where the weeks go, but we have a great topic this week. This tonight is called Embracing Change. You know, life is changing so quickly lately. Not knowing what's ahead of us can be very strange, st stressful, as you can tell, or just plain scary. So today we're going to talk about how can we not just go through changes, but be the change, be part of this creative process or a metamorphosis. So this is a camera zone event. So if you could kindly turn on your camera, if you don't have it on now, that would be great. We find that it helps us connect to each other and it gives you the opportunity to fully benefit from this event. There are some activities that we're going to do tonight that require having the camera on. We're going to see that in order to go through a change most effectively, we need to connect with others. And by having these cameras on and seeing each other, we can help with that. So first, we're going to start off with the hosts tonight. I'm one of the hosts. My name's Roberta. I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm Carl. I'm from Florida. I'm Linda from New York. Thanks, guys. So just to go into last week, you know, last time we spoke about the fact that all problems in the world right now are related. They are not individual or random that we usually think they would be. They are symptoms of one problem, which is our egotistical attitudes to others in nature. You know, everything in the universe works together harmoniously. All parts are intertwined. Everything in the natural world is connected. Human beings are the only ones that constantly disrupt the balance due to our egotistical attitudes to, towards others by exploiting the earth and each other. At this point, we have been in the pandemic for about two years. There are all kinds of environmental concerns now, social, political, economic unrest. I mean, I could go on and on and on. All of these have pretty much upended our established order. All the things that we grew up with is you know, out the window. We never know what's gonna happen. Many of us had to adjust quickly as life threw us all curveballs in our social lives, at home, work, and all the other areas of our life. And just when we think, you know, we got accustomed to it, it changes again in the blink of an eye. We never know what's going to happen. And just to tell you a nice quick quote, I don't know if you heard of George Bernard Shaw. He said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Another great quote, change is the only constant in life. One's ability to adapt to those changes will determine your success in life. And that's by Benjamin Franklin. You know, all believe it or not, all changes are positive. You know, it's hard to believe that. Nature is giving and loving, and everything that transpires is for our own good. Sometimes we can't see the positive in every situation right away. That's for sure. Yeah, and I want to add, we have to be mindful of the downside of the pandemic. There's many people who have died and people who are sick. There's been great suffering endured by those who have lost loved ones, especially their jobs, and those whose lives have been disrupted most painfully. There's still lots of division between people who believe in the vaccine, those who don't believe in the vaccine, those who believe in the mandates, and those who believe in free choice, those who still want to wear masks, and those who don't want to wear the masks. It's The diversity is it's crazy out there. We're not denying any of that, yet all of these seemingly negative things are also purposeful. We can't really see it, 
At the same time, there have been many upsides to the pandemic, which unfortunately occurred in this painful manner. For example, the pandemic has led to increased awareness of the importance of public health. The pandemic has shown us how much work can be done remotely without having to be in an office. And we don't have to, those unnecessary expenses of the office space. As we adapted to the social distancing rules and other restrictions, we also learned that we spend too much time, hassle, and fossil fuel traveling from place to place when often the exchange of information and connection can just as easily be accomplished virtually, right? Like we're doing right now. I, I would love for us all to be in a physical diner together, but <laughs> this, is, this is good. This is really good. So teaching and learning has also been transformed as well. Uh, the creative use of features like chats, breakout rooms, collaborative workspaces have shown where remote teaching can actually be better. Classes can be open to students across various geographical locations and experts, they're brought in from around the world to, to teach virtually. In a way, we've collapsed time and space. And it's, it's really reviewed, it's revealed new opportunities. We've learned that, well, we've learned to build institutions and procedures that will allow us to handle the next pandemic more effectively. Pandemics also uncover social diseases. Through this COVID-19, we've uncovered certain social inequity and social challenges that we might otherwise not have addressed in a timely way. The pandemic has unleashed creativity. It has increased empathy. It increased collaboration and realization of this new era in which we're all connected. It's teaching us to what extent we are connected and dependent on each other, not just for our health, but in every area of life. Changes can be scary sometimes, but ultimately they always push us to a greater good. That's how nature works. It's always getting us to advance to a greater good. That's for sure, Cole. Well, a lot of wisdom said there, and we're going to go into this evening. Just a quick reminder. This is a camera zone event. Like I said earlier, if you could turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find it helps to connect with each other. If you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, welcome. Please tell us your name, where you're from, participate, answer the questions in the comment. And our great friend, Linda, will try to read them when we get it, if we have time, which I'm sure we will find time. So please comment. Uh, let's stay on topic. Us here, the, everybody over there. Please remember to keep your answers short because we want to try to get to everyone. And remember to mute your microphone when you're not speaking. So that's just the reminders. Now we're going to do a fun icebreaker. And we're going to, the form of this is going to be popcorn style. So picture popcorn when you put it in the pan. It just, when it's ready, it pops. So there'll, there'll be no order. We won't speak over each other. Like popcorn usually goes crazy. But so when you're ready to speak, unmute yourself, pop, speak. And then close your mic and someone else will pop up. So this is going to be the idea and question for the evening for the icebreaker. 
It's fun. Imagine you're an alien who's looking at our planet for the first time. What would you tell your fellow al fellow aliens about the way we live on our life on Earth? Is there anything that you would find strange or counterproductive to being happy, maybe? For example, maybe you would tell your fellow aliens, I can't believe they use the smarts and the technologies they have, all these advances, and they create guns and weapons of mass destruction. Instead of working together to solve problems, they sometimes destroy each other, like wars. That's crazy, right? Or maybe you'd say, you know, it's so strange that these people, they go to school on Earth for years and they for years and for like uh, learning all kind of formulas and equations and they learn nothing about how to coexist along with each other to live happily. So that's just two examples. I'm sure we could come up with many right now. So whoever would like to be an alien from some other planet, describe to your other friend there in Nebula somewhere, what do you think of our, us being earthlings? What are some weird things we do here that's counterproductive of being happy? Well, I'm Mork from Ork, and uh, all I can say, Nanu Nanu, um, all I can say is that um, it looks like this planet would be in much better shape if it wasn't for all the humans destroying it. Um, yeah, I'll add that. Nanu Nanu, by the way, Gary. Um, yeah, we, we keep integrating everything. We're, we're becoming more integrated. We've integrated you know, whatever banking and all the industrial systems, but yet we want to, we're getting, you know, kind of prepared to blow each other up. This is probably not a good idea. I was going to say, um, what are these people using all these screens for? Why aren't they just talking to each other? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'd like to, I'd like to really go down and, you know, talk to these earth dwellers, but I'm afraid they're going to think I'm so different. I, I look at them and they're in little groups, you know, they're, they're not all together talking. I'm afraid they blow us up. They're looking at their phone, at these devices all day long, these square devices are just looking down at them all the time and they don't look each other in the eye. It's so strange. I can in. They're there, they're living in this one planet that's hanging by a thread or just in the middle of nowhere and they're ruining the only space they have. And yet they look, we have a beautiful place. They, they have a beautiful planet there. But yet they want to go to a solar system elsewhere that's dirt. Can you explain that? These people are a little wacky, eh? Yeah, I know. It's so strange that the planet is so beautiful, vast, and has so many beautiful places. But they, they prefer to live on top of each other without any green spaces. And, and the best part you know from rivers and oceans uh, basically divided by highways you know you can't even go there try to cross this it, it's really mind-boggling 
And the planet is so beautiful, naturally beautiful, yet they're throwing their waste everywhere and destroying the planet and killing animals that eat them this eat this waste afterwards. Amazing. And people look like each other, like they are all relatives, and they treat each other as strangers. That is strange. I see we have some new friends that joined, Maureen and David. If you'd like to turn on the cameras, that would be great. I'm sure you're getting the gist of it where aliens from another planet describing how Earthlings act. Yeah, Nat Natalia's got the things going on her head. Describing how we do not get along and work you know, together and be happy. We're working against each other. So we're discussing that. If you'd like to join in, that would be great. So let's continue. Let's talk more about these Earthlings. I don't know, I can't find any intelligent life here. Scotty, beam me up. Open diner. Scotty, beam me up. Get me out of here. You know, we, we're a species where, you know, we only take what we need for survival. It looks like I see the, that one couple down there, they're living in a 52 room house with a huge pool they have like 12 cars what do they need all that for and i'm looking at them as well and they're not even happy if you really look at it most of the creatures on this planet are relatively happy and rest these guys they just keep moving around and doing crazy stuff and yet i see people who don't have a home they're homeless There are others who don't have anything to eat, while others are throwing out so much food that like, it can feed a whole country. Uh, it's also kind of weird, all they have a tendency to have a fence around everything they own. Nobody else wants to put a American, not American, but a Earthlings uh, in its place here. Yeah, I can add something. I, I don't know if somebody else said it, but I can't believe that these billionaires are traveling uh, out to space instead of saving their only inhabitable planet. Wait, Paula, did one of them just launch his car into space? What? what? That's their leader? That's one of their leaders, I think. He's coming to you, Dan, <laughs> in a ship soon. Well, do we have anything more to add? Maybe we'll we'll continue or we'll move on. We'll probably we're all speaking you. different languages. Why are those Earth people speaking different languages? What's going on there? Very good, true. But even if they speak the same language, they don't seem to hear each other or understand where the other one is coming from. And I peeked in on one of their schools and listened to their um, education and they don't have anything, no education about how to get along and relate to one another in a good way. 
and they have a pandemic a disease going around to everyone, and yet they can't agree on how to help themselves. Or share the uh, the medicine. I think their kids are very intelligent. Uh, you can see little kids; they 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 play together. It doesn't matter language. They don't care about you know what what the other um, friend is doing. So maybe they should reverse. Maybe they should uh, start learning from those you know, little creatures, how to get together, how to accept each other. Yeah, and they come home at night and they put these things on on the wall. I don't know, they're flat and these are people there and they're listening to them and then they watch it for hours and they get in all kind of fear and scared and they're watching these gods or something on this TV. I don't know what they're doing over there. Oh, look, I see they're broadcasting the show called Open Diner. It looks like they, they actually have a clue. Wow, let's watch this for a little while. All right. <laughs> that sounds good, right? Well, I think we uh, put down Earth enough, and that now we're here. Let's see what we can do this evening with uh, our thoughts on ourselves. But So what did we actually learn from doing this exercise? We could see that just because something is accepted, it doesn't mean that it's the best or the only way of doing something. And we could see that there's plenty of room for change, especially when we hear it from aliens that look like earthlings on a show that's kind of on Zoom. So everything, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight, and I'm going to hand it over to Carl. Yeah, we're going to watch a video. Um, this is from a documentary that we did watch on um, Open Diner at one time. It's called Cross Crossroads, Labor Pains of a New World View. And um, if you'd like to watch the full movie, we're going to post it. Um, it's, it's a YouTube uh, video. And uh, it, it explores the depths of the current human condition and the emergence of a worldview that's recreating our world. So let's, let's watch it. It's a great video. What is going on? So I say, look inside a caterpillar that's growing. And a caterpillar represents, let's say, 7 billion cells living under the same skin. Each cell is a citizen. And guess what? They're like people like us. They're working every day. Cells in the digestive system are taking the food and breaking it down and making products out of it. Some cells are the motility cells. They're, those are the cells that move the caterpillar around. The structures of like uh, our highways with trucks and vehicles carrying materials all over the place, something like that. Cells of the immune system are taking their job of protecting the system. Respiration system is making sure fresh oxygen is being delivered. Oh, so all the cells have jobs. The caterpillar is growing. If you were in there and a reporter, you look around and go, yeah, the economy is going great guns. It's growing every day. Everybody's working, full employment. This is the kind of thing we love to see. How much are we growing every day? Some percent every day. 
and then the caterpillar reaches a certain stage of growth and at that stage of growth it just it just stops eating it can't take in anymore at this point it's reaching a maximum size then if you're a cell inside that community imagine what would happen that you're on the job and all of a sudden there's less food coming in and you're a digestive cell and you say well man the work is slowing down here the factory is slowing down then all of a sudden it gets to such a low level that many cells get laid off of the job now their cells not working why there's not enough food coming in to keep them all working and as the food shuts down then the other jobs are affected because if there's no food then there's no energy and all the systems start laying off cells and pretty soon there's massive chaos under the skin of a caterpillar why the system stopped growing the cells are out of work nothing is evolving and the thing is falling apart if you were a cell in that caterpillar body at that time you would look around and say oh my god our world is coming to an end and yet in the midst of those billions of cells in among them are other cells genetically identical to them no different but they think differently they respond to the signals differently these cells have the interesting name called imaginal cells and these imaginal cells come up with new visions and what happens is in the midst of all this chaos when all the other cells are running around thinking the end of the world is coming the new imaginal cells are laying out new ideas, new visions, a new plan, a new scheme, a new way of life. And around these ideas, the cells reorganize and they start to create new massive organizations to create something much more fabulous than the previous system. A system that is much more sustainable, a system with a higher level of evolution. And that system they're constructing called the butterfly. So there's a transition from an old world of caterpillar with an old belief system and an old way of life that was no longer sustainable. And therefore, you have two choices in this world right now. You can retain your caterpillar status and go, oh my God, the sky is falling and be in fear. Or you can say, the caterpillar is going, I want to build the butterfly. Why? Because if I become active and, you know, positive in the process of building the butterfly, I'm engaged, I'm working, we're creating the future. If I sit there and bemoan the loss of the caterpillar, then I'm making myself sick and everything around me. Why? I'm not contributing to our evolution. And so, where are we? We're at the demise of the caterpillar stage of civilization and the rise of the butterfly. Man, I've seen that video a few times and it's, it's really, let's, let's, you know, not, not imagine anymore and start really making a difference, trying to make a difference together. So, uh, this is great. So we're going to, we're going to go into the round discussion and, um, we have some round table etiquette rules, if we can show those. Um, we're here to create a, a warm space together, um, just like those imaginal cells. We just work together, like um, you can you can say, like scientists. We're trying to find um, the next level of our existence, and we're going to do it together. Everybody is so important. Everything that everybody says is so important, and we listen to what they what they have to say because this could, what they say could actually be something that jumps us forward. And what we say could jump us forward. Everything, we just, we all work together and there's no right or wrong answers. The truth's in the center of our connection. So we're gonna go to our first question. And 
it's this. Let's draw a picture together verbally and collectively of what we want life together to look like. Okay, so let's add to each other. And the question is again, let's draw a picture together verbally and collectively of what we want our life together to look like. And um, let's start with Linda. And expecting to be called on first. Okay, let's draw a picture together verbally and collectively of what we want our life together to look like. Um, I want our life to be peaceful, no more wars. Me too. Gary? Yeah. Um... Uh, our life together should be one where we celebrate diversity instead of uh, destroying that which is different than us. Uh, we have to realize that everyone is different. Everyone has a purpose. There's a reason for the differences. There's a reason for the diversity as to make a complete picture. And usually we try and destroy that which is different than us. But we, uh, I'd like to see a society where we love the differences in each other. Thanks, Gary. Marie, please. Well, I was thinking that I would love to see all the nations in the, um, you know, in our world come together to fight the um all of the um things that are destroying this planet you know the rainforests are diminishing we're losing species of animals um people don't have enough water to drink and there's fires in california it seems like no one is really focused on what we can do to save our planet That's so true. They're so focused on other things. Uh, Nina. Um, <clears throat> I would like everyone to, uh, I would like to see a planet where everyone lives according to the principle of love your neighbor as yourself. I think that would resolve a lot of our problems or all of them. Yeah, let's find out what that what that means exactly. That would be great. Uh, Rono. Yeah, it's a very interesting. I was I would uh, hope for a less competitive world. You know, I was watching the the Olympics a few weeks ago, and you know, it's uh, it's it's sad that uh, it's it's amazing what athletes can do, but it's also sad at the same time that there's only three winners. What happens with the other ones? You know, could we create some kind of uh, sports events in which everyone wins something? Yeah, that would be great. Paula? I'd like to see a world where diversity is, uh, as Gary said, celebrated and not uh, 
Lena looked down upon? Yeah, because no matter what, we're all different than each other. Let's start celebrating that. So true. Uh, Natalia? People live in big groups, even if they have separate apartments, but they spend most of the time with the groups and they belong to different groups and they can always find something to do in big groups. The people have something to do together, be creative. They're never alone. Yeah, I would love to see the, um, you know, people being concerned about, really concerned about a better world for all of us and not just concerned about, you know, where the next dollar is going to come from. You're muted. Carl. My computer's playing tricks with me. Uh, who do we have here? Uh, Alyssa, please. Um, well, it's so interesting what you all were saying, and I was just envisioning, like, uh, you know, living uh, in a world where you feel like you belong everywhere, doesn't matter where you go, you know. Uh, you're greeted like a member of a family and, uh, you know, and speaking about the Olympics, why don't we make, uh, you know, our lives on this planet, celebrate each other's life and be all of us winners, you know, because we will be able to, you know, uh, to realize our, our best potentials, uh, each of us doesn't matter what and where it doesn't matter, you know, to, but the, the main point that we're all winners and we are celebrating each other. Thank you, Roberta. I'll just continue what Lisa was saying. It's so true that we are all winners. We just don't express it to everybody, but we are all amazing people, we're all, uh, winners in itself, I think the problem is with media and stuff, everybody looks at what's happening there. I want to be like that. I want the 52 room house, 10 cars, the whole thing. But we're not looking at each other like we were saying before. Aliens look at us and they could see it from a different perspective. We have everything. We're great people. We're a great human race. And if everybody would just be like that. And lastly, just to add, I think it should start with a different educational system where children are really with whatever their talents are, what they would like to do, instead of being in this like, you know, 12 years in school and college and this, and they come out and they don't even know who they are. And that's where we came out and we're standing here now. Start giving kids the, you know, their power back and keep their power. We lost it somewhere along the line, but a different education system really appreciate our, our value of human beings because we are amazing, truly. We are definitely Dan. Yeah, I'll kind of piggyback on Roberta. Um, our reward system is uh, this is what you get from it. Our reward system is we are educated that if you, you know, after kindergarten at least, 
that if you win, if you push people down or pull yourself up via them, use, exploit, you're rewarded. There's like eight people that control half of the world's wealth. We rewarded them as a society for doing what they, what we told them to do. So if we all of a sudden as society start to demand that these people um, do different things, because all they want is honor. That's all they want. They just want to be respected by society. That's why they keep chasing billions, right? doesn't matter. They just want it respect. So if, if we as society say to them and explain to them that we will reward you with this honor, but we want you to go and solve some things, they'll go and do it. They don't care. They don't care about money. It's obvious, right? They have lots of money. They can't fill them. Great, great answers, everyone. Uh, Maureen put in the uh, chat, let's remove political divisions. Yeah, it's, it's so true. They, like some of you are saying, or all of us are really saying it, that the, the focus, you know, the focus is not there. We're, we're focused on something that's just getting us nowhere. So we need, we really need that education. It's, it's so good what all of you are saying. Let's, let's keep it up. Um, uh, Linda, is there anyone from Facebook that has said anything? Yeah, I've got one comment here um, from Miriam Poolster. Species may be going out of time, but that's evolution. I don't think anybody misses the mammoth. <laughs> probably probably gave a lot of meat you know if, if people eat meat <laughs> uh okay um we're doing great on time let's let's move on to the second question it's carl maybe uh, if we have some time left maybe someone who doesn't have their camera on wants to add something we have a few people with that camera okay anyone mark and tell us where you're from david if you'd like to add let's draw a picture together verbally and collectively of what we want our life together to look like okay if not we're going to move on to the second question how can we work together toward a common goal like cells in a body, like we saw in the video? We saw that as a, civil as a civilization, we are at a demise. We're at, we're at the caterpillar stage right now. And um, we're about to turn into a butterfly. We saw how all the cells work together the, the imaginal cells and they they support this evolutionary process that we're going through so how can we as a society do the same same as the imaginal cells so the question again is how can we work together towards a common goal like cells in a body and um, I think we're back to Linda
Okay, well, um, the cells in the body each know what the other cells want or need. And so they give it to them and they each have their own little individual um, things that they do, but they do it not for themselves, but for the next group of cells. And they help each other to form one human being. And if we could do that among our different countries, if we could all work together, see who needs what, instead of, you know, fighting against each other, um, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, instead of how can I be the king? How can I get it at all? So true. Gary. Yeah, I think the key word here is um, towards a common goal. I think we have to figure out what our common goal is first, because humans have, for every human, there's a different goal. You know, and if we saw the bigger picture, I think everyone would see that um, if they envisioned the entire planet as a, as a body, the same way the cells in the body do, uh, everybody would work for the betterment and for the health and the, of that body. Right now, the, the planet and Earth and humanity is dying. It's in bad shape. It needs, uh, but I think the goal needs to be um, uh, to heal it, to heal it, and to heal the people. Thank you, Gary. Marie. Well, this is a tough one. Um, we're all definitely not in sync, not like nature. Um, everyone has their own agenda. Every uh, country has its own agenda. Every big business has its own agenda. I mean, we see what's happening with Facebook. You know, I just wish that once and for all, we can get rid of these conglomerates that uh, just um, order our nation. Um, you know, I think, well, they say, you know, trickle down and all of that stuff, but I really think it does have to come from the top and government and they've got to do something about all of these, uh, organizations that don't put their money to any good. I mean, they just want to get richer and richer and richer. So true. Um, Nina. Yeah, uh, I'll just continue what Marie was talking about, like uh, these organizations that have so much map, uh, so much money, so much power, so much ability to do something good in the world, and they just take everything for themselves and corrupt. It's like it resembles a cell in the body that is a cancer cell, and it just takes for itself and doesn't give it to the other. It ultimately kills itself and the whole body. So uh, we, we can use all of these things that we have already, you know, the, the power, the money, the, the smarts, the technology, we can use them for a common benefit to make everyone happy. And um, so otherwise we're just, we're not going to survive together. It's true, it's a known fact that there, you never see any butterflies around any of the political buildings or anything. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Rona. Yeah, it was a, that was a good one, Carl. I was just wondering. Um, I think, you know, the, the example of the body is probably the, the best thing. And if you look into nature as far as looking for an example of how our society should be modeled, you know, if you if you think about, for example, your own body, like let's say, take the example of a healthy human body. You know, the heart is the proudest organ in your body. You know, it's, it never stops working. Everything depends on it. It just knows that, and it keeps working according to the needs of the body. You know, if you start working out, you need more oxygen more nutrients in your in your muscles then the heart will provide exactly what you need you know it will work itself until the body is completely satisfied with everything i'm guessing that uh, a, a society in which you know we work for the benefit of others it's a little too much to ask right now at least we should you know start knowing that um the pandemic has demonstrated that how connected we all are and everything you do, every decision you make will impact everyone else on the planet, even if you don't know someone we'll never meet in person. And so, you know, how can we work together? We just have to understand that the decisions that I make, I have to include people in them. You know, at least in my closest environment, you know, work, family, neighborhood, at least that, that's, that's a good start. Thanks, Rona. Add to that, Paula. <laughs> well, I guess to piggyback off of that, I like what Rono said, I guess uh, realizing that all of our decisions that we make affect everybody and every decision has a ripple effect. Like, uh, for example, whether we're going to wear a mask or not wear a mask or get vaccinated or not. Uh, every decision we make, you know, affects everybody and everything around us. That's so true. Natalia. I thought I already did say something. I didn't. <laughs> okay. So we work together. We, we just try to work for the other's sake, not for ourselves. We always want to have result of our actions in for uh, others. And it make us proud. It would make us proud and happy. That's um, what I would like to say. Thank you. And if if um, if we see the necessity for um, people to work together, and this is the way we have to do it it'd be great to really find these people that really want to do it and really want to work together to to get to this next level and um you know we're, we're not going to find it watching the news or watching something in the media um you know so start really searching you know and uh, find these people that really want to work, 
really want to work together. Roberta? There's so much to add. Everybody's saying such great things. You know, I was thinking everything is a, its own system. We think that we have a body and we're all our own. But inside that, you have the cells that's working. Just picture if, let's say, the cells from like the heart said to the cells in the liver, you know what? I, I don't want to bother with you. Well, you die, right? It just shows. So that's connected. You know, my sister had, and brother in law had gotten COVID and my niece, that whole side of the family. And I said to my sister, I said, look how connected we are. Somebody in Wuhan, that we never even heard of, is now in Plainview, plain, plain Long Island and affecting her. And it just sees how we're all connected, whether it's the earth, whether it's uh, the pandemic. is We're connected in every single which way. We don't realize it, but the pandemic really did show us that something all the way over there is really, picture the earth as a body. So the right arm now affected the left arm. And that's the same with all of us. We just don't see that. And I, uh, hopefully that change will come that we will feel it more that we do affect, even smiling at somebody. We had many, many things in open dining, just a smile affects people. So we affect everybody in every which way. And we are one single system on this earth. And without us all together, working together, we will die. And slowly but surely, we're going to get better though. Definitely. We have the desire. Your smile affects us all, Roberta. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, um, Dan. Yeah, this is a pretty amazing conversation for everyone. Um, I like the, the line about the heart is proud and the heart takes care of things. And the heart enjoys it. It's fun. Right. If you look at the body and you take it apart, the cells, it's called primordial goo. It's not an exciting life. That's why they got together and they made bodies, because now we can run and hug each other and do all these things. And to think that it's going to stop at that is crazy. That's not how nature works. It wants to continue. And it's 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 fun to be in that type of system. There's a benefit to it. It's a fun, good life. Wow, well said. Alyssa. Oh, it's hard to add something, but, but it's, it's great. I think we should envision ourselves uh, like those imaginary cells that, that are, uh, they, they don't want to work, you know, as it used to be, but, but they want to create something uh, absolutely new. And as, as, you know, realization of that, how we affect each other, you know, how we affect all of us, not, not those who are rich and those who are uh, the power and government and all that. We are so interconnected, you know, uh, like Roberta was saying, not only on a physical plane and microbes and viruses travel, they don't have space and time. They, they can reach us <laughs> at any point, at any place, you know, but it, it, it actually the same for our thoughts. And, and scientists are talking about that, how we treat each other 
thinking about each other, what we wish for each other. We are all in this collective, you know, whirlpool that, that, that creates our thoughts, that affects us. So it depends on each of us, on every little cell, like we just saw this, this video, this amazing uh, part of this movie, you know, how we affect each other. And so we should start really affecting each other for, for the betterment, for good. All right, thank you. Um, Linda, anything on Facebook? Okay, so Roberta, take it away. Okay, so now we're gonna get a chance to actually work together in something fun. We're gonna show these aliens what we have here on Earth. It's called Open Diner Dance. We do it every week. Right now, it's uh, going to be a time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Don't knock it till you try it. The way it works is going to be like follow the leader. This is a great example of what we're doing as we're working together, meaning we're going to have fun to the music. One person at a time is going to be displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, do a dance move. Something with your arms is great. And everyone's going to copy your move. Okay? When you come up on the screen, again, do the same dance move because I'm repeating the same line I'm supposed to read. Forget that, you're gonna do your dance move. But when others are displayed on the screen, you follow their move. When it's your turn, a text box is gonna come up on the screen. It's just telling you your spotlighted dance. Ignore it, don't read it, just means dance, something. Uh, otherwise you're gonna miss your turn and we don't wanna have that. So let's loosen up, let's have some fun. This is a great way to connect with each other. And we had a you know very good topic this evening. So let's get a little loose. I think we can do some dancing and make us all feel good. Carl's ready to stretch. Gary's taking his hair down. It's going to be wild. Let's get some music. Ready? Face after face, race after race, from one cage to another. Mask after mask, Task after task, lost in the sands. For you there's a cry, for you there's a light, a place to be discovered. For you there's a way, together we pray to rise. To see the face of love through your eyes. Together as one, and now we rise. And every word and echo from the skies Breaking the walls, hearts you
guys. I just looked out the window. I think I saw some UFOs. They're looking to come down. They see us connecting and all moving together, but they think we've got it now. But thank you for everyone. to come here. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. to come here, Roberta. <laughs> In Brooklyn? Nah, they're coming to Long Island. I thought I thought you were gonna I thought they were gonna you were gonna say that they were all watching you dance. They were. That's why I closed the shades. It's a privacy here. Okay. I'm gonna give it back to Carl. All right. Thank you, everyone. That was great. All right. So we have a few minutes. Let's uh share impressions. Um just a few sentences. Tell us one thing you learned tonight, something that impressed you the most maybe from the video or something someone said during the round discussion, anything, anything that impressed you about tonight. Um, I really, myself, I, I really liked how the spirit was really high tonight and people were smiling. And um, this is really what impressed me. I, everybody wants a, a better world. And um, thank you. Thank you, everybody. I really love what Dan said, the analogy that he gave. It was really different. Uh, so thank you. Thanks, Marie. I love the fact, I love that, that the heart is proud that it takes care of others. I don't know. I like that. Thanks, Rona. Yeah, I learned that we're being washed, so I should close the shades for often. I think one thing I'm taking away is that if we all take care of each other uh, instead of ourselves, our needs will be taken care of. Uh, we spend so much time taking, trying to take care of ourselves and we do a terrible job of it. But if everybody took care of each other, we wouldn't have any needs. And I think that'd be great. I loved what everybody said tonight. And I think if we all took these impressions out there and kind of shared them with everybody else maybe just maybe it would make a difference i can add to linda you know they already say by example people follow you so if we're happy and we talk of these things not just talk about it or think about it but actually be these things you know even driving you know, someone cuts you off or don't go crazy or helping your neighbor you know with the garbage Hopefully it's not garbage night, but still, the thought of helping people would be wonderful. And to actually implement in everyday life, that's what makes change. By example, and I, you guys have such great words of wisdom here tonight. I did learn a lot. We don't have time to go, but thank you so much. It was good. Yeah, so next time we can invite those aliens and they will tell us what's good, what's improved, what, <laughs> what, what do they see really amazing happening on Earth? I learned that we have some amazing dancers here, no. <laughs> but also um, the part in the video where uh, they talk about the imaginative cells, I think they were called, uh, that was, I never heard of that before, but uh, you know, coming from scientists and these are cells that while everyone else is scared and thinking that the world is coming to an end, these are the ones who are actually seeing the way forward and imagining uh, a completely new uh, life for everyone and reminded me of us actually at the open diner. <laughs>
And it looks like people do want the same thing mostly. And that material things are not the main source of happiness. But people just don't want to realize it. But somewhere inside they need it as much as everybody else. Okay, I think that's, uh, does anybody else have anything to add? Any more impressions? Anybody want to do another dance? Well, we don't have time. <laughs> All right, uh, I think it's Roberta, Roberta. Yeah, back to me and to the end. That's not the good one, but thank everybody for joining and taking part. This really was a good time. You know, we talked about a lot of things in the beginning, and then we started actually implementing and having fun. It was great. So our tech team now put up, which I was going to get to, all the places you could follow us. We have Facebook, Meetup, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like, share, subscribe, bring your friends. You know, you could see all our past events on Facebook and YouTube. There's about 75, I think, now of them. All great topics, something you could definitely pick up and learn from. And make sure to hit the bell icon on Facebook to receive notifications about future events. You can RSVP for all our future events on Facebook and Meetup. Our next event, which is going to be great, is called You Matter. A possible consequence of living in the world today is feeling insignificant. You know, often people feel that they don't feel like they make a difference. And that can lead to feelings of depression and loneliness. We're going to talk about this next, next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m., 5.30 Central Time. Bring your friends. I want to thank the host, Carl and Linda, and everybody that joined and spoke. And uh, till next week, this was great, friends. Thank you all so much. Have Thanks a great so week. Have a good week. Yeah. Watch out for those aliens. Thank you. <laughs> Close your blind. I'm watching you. Watch. Yeah, befriend them. Bring them with you next time. Exactly. Yes. We want them good. here. <laughs> Imagine. Bye, <laughs> some, we get some uh, views then. <laughs> Uh, have a great week, everybody.